Is this the beginning of the collapse for the Minnesota Twins? They lose again, shut out again by the Tigers. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Let's bring it down on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins Podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Get all your fine jewelry at Blue Nile. Make that moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKDOWN. At checkout again, this is Nash Walker. Been writing at Twins Daily for over two years, been hosting this podcast for over two years. This is season four at Twins Daily. This is season three as host of the podcast. And uh, I'm wondering if this is the beginning of the collapse for the Twins. And when I say collapse, I mean the beginning of their trek back to 500, which is where many projection systems had them finishing in 2022. They are now 30 and 22, so the sky's not falling. They're eight games above 500. And the perspective would be different if you just showed me the record and didn't tell me really how they got there because they, you know, they started this 15 game stretch five and oh, and now they're eight and six on this stretch. So when tomorrow you're nine and six, that's acceptable. Uh, but it's not where you wanted to be after starting five and oh, they did build some insurance. You can look at it a couple different ways by starting five and oh, in this Royals and Tigers insanely long stretch of like two weeks and 15 games. You built some insurance that allowed you that if you struggled, you had some injuries, you know, you lost some games, you still can get out of here nine and six or eight and seven. You can still get out of this stretch with a winning record. On that same token, you started five and oh, and this is an opportunity to build some distance in the American League Central to run away in some ways with the division until the White Sox have a, have a much easier schedule in the second half. You started five and oh. 10 and 5 would have been the bare minimum expectation to go 5 and 5 against the Royals and Tigers in your next 10. That would have been the expectation. Instead, they've gone 3 and 6 since then, and uh, the best they can do is 4 and 6 since that 5 and 0 start. So you can look at it either way, but the offense has scored zero runs the last two games. Tarek Skubal was tremendous tonight. Twins had an opportunity in the first inning to get on the board right away to to get him out of his rhythm. They didn't do so. They're not building enough insurance early in games, and they're not building enough insurance on the season right now. And that that draws back into that 15-gamer. But this is your time to build, and they're, and they're not doing it. And that's why I wonder if this is the beginning of a collapse for the Twins because you have at Toronto – Yankees Rays nine games coming up and you're eight games over 500. They got one more game with the Tigers. You need to win that. It feels like in the series finale on, uh, on Thursday, but they got nine in a row and this team is decimated. Like Carlos Gray ain't going to play in those series. He's sick and he's on the COVID list. Byron Buxton is not right. Sonny Gray. I don't know when he'll pitch again. He's not on the injured list. I don't know if he'll pitch this weekend in Toronto or what's going to happen with him. Joe Ryan is still on the COVID list. He hasn't pitched in a while, and I don't I don't know what the plan for him is going to be. Is he going to go on a rehab assignment? He's going to be short coming out. A lot of question marks around this team right now, and, and I think that's why I'm scared. I'm scared for them going into Toronto. They're already decimated, and they're going to lose guys who are unvaccinated, a handful 
reportedly of guys are not going to play in the Toronto series for the twins. That sucks. I mean, that's, that's not good. And I worry that this is a stretch that is going to not collapse them. Maybe that's not the right word, but just a stretch that is going to bring them back down to earth. Because I think what I've seen in the last couple of days we weren't sure about the twin starting pitching. Obviously, that was a huge question mark coming into the year. They performed extremely well in the first month and a half of the season, first two months of the season. And now maybe you're seeing as the offenses catch up, the Tigers are starting to hit. You know, the Royals were hitting. Offenses are starting to catch up. Twins pitching is regressing back to the mean. And the offense is not making up for it. And they scored eight runs in game one of the doubleheader yesterday. That was yesterday. They scored eight runs in a game. But sandwiched, you know, they have two straight shutouts in a row. The offense is not holding up their end of the bargain. Jorge Polanco is not holding up his end of the bargain. Byron Buxton is not holding up his end of the bargain. Carlos Correa has missed a ton of time already this year with the hand and now COVID. He wasn't good out of the gate, so he hasn't really provided much at all for the Twins this year. Uh, Defensively, he's been great, but at the plate, there hasn't been enough there because he's been out and he was ineffective, and it's just it hasn't been what we expected offensively this season. But it wasn't what we expected on the pitching front either. They pitched much better. Now they're pitching more poorly, and you're looking at this rotation that's missing Joe Ryan with Sonny Gray banged up, Bailey Ober starting, and Dylan Bundy starting, and, and Ober today was not very good. You you wonder about this rotation, and you wonder about what it looks like moving forward. And I've been very clear that they need to go out and get a frontline starter at the deadline, but it feels like they need to go get that frontline starter now. They're, they're a starter short at least. Uh, these things happen, you know, COVID, you can't control and no control over what happens there, but it certainly hurt them. And it's, it's very frustrating to watch because Joe Ryan would have started one of these games and he's probably giving you a chance to win. Cole Sands didn't give them a chance to win last night. You know, Bailey Ober today gave up five runs. It's just not, it's not conducive to giving your team a chance to win when you, when you go out there and, and get hit around like that. And Tarek Skubo was great today. They ran into Skubo, but it's not really about today as much about losing, missing opportunities throughout this stretch to really, really bury the White Sox. Let's talk about the White Sox are in the middle of a battle right now with Toronto and just more about this Twins team we're watching and how much we can take away from these last couple of games. We are introducing BlueNile.com, the original online jeweler. It is outstanding. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenow.com today. Blue Nile Jewelry, they have simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft. Her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, go to Blue Nile. They have jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a commemorable gift, a memorable gift at every budget. Go to BlueNile.com. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. That's code LOCKEDON at BlueNile.com today. 
we have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. White Sox in a battle with Toronto. White Sox are below 500 and are on their way to a loss. We don't know what's going to happen. It's 5-3 Blue Jays as I speak now, but uh, might drop two games below 500 Chicago. The reason this matters in, in early June, late May, early June, is because we know that a White Sox run is coming. You know, we know that that's coming. We know that the White Sox are going to rattle off wins in the second half. You don't want to get into a position where you're a wild card team in the American League. I mean, it would be great for the Twins to make the playoffs. Like every one of these games are not competitive in. It's like, oh gosh, you wonder. Be great for them to make the playoffs this year. That would be exceeding the expectations they had from a lot of people. Maybe not me. Like I expect this team to be competitive. I expect this team to try to win. And they did this offseason. They missed on a frontline starter. Still need them. Guess what? Still need them. I never said that this rotation was complete or looked like a rotation that would compete in the playoffs. They have two frontline starters in Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan, but you need another frontline starter. It matters because you don't want to be in a position where you're the five seed in the playoffs and you got to go you know, on the road to Toronto and you miss those guys again, the vac- unvaccinated players. You got to go play the Blue Jays on the road. That's not going to give you a good odd, good odds of, of ending your playoff streak. I think this is, this is a time every year you look back, and I'm going to look back at this portion of the schedule. And I'm going to say, especially if they lose Thursday, they didn't do enough right there. And it's not exactly their fault. Like they've had bad luck with COVID in a year where they've been really, really lucky on a lot of fronts. Like the Byron Buxton injury scare, Carlos Correa injury scare. They've dodged some major bullets here, but now they're not finding that same luck. Like guys are getting COVID. They've already had COVID problems earlier in the year. Byron Buxton is not hitting It's not going well for them right now in a lot of areas. And this is still going to be a stretch. I think I circle at the end of the year, even right now, and say that that was a a chance for them to make hay in this division, and they they just didn't do it. Uh, There there seems to be a storm brewing for the Twins, which is, I mean, it's concerning. Like, I'm sure you're watching this team, and you're like, not sure about this team. Like, I'm not either. I mean, I, I thought I was, and they are their record. I mean, they're 30 and 22. They're eight games above 500. They won a lot of tight games. There has been some luck there with the Twins, I think. Um, but I still think that they have a good offense when they're healthy. Like, I still think Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan confront a rotation in the regular season in the American League Central, probably not in the playoffs. I still think they have a deep lineup. I still think Trevor Larnick's breakout is for real at the plane and in the field. So I don't think that this is a, a team that you should – sell high on right now but I also think that they are going to probably for the rest of the season we're 52 games in you know we have 110 games to play for the rest of the season they're probably going to play at the level we thought they would which is uh you know 500 give or take four or five games for the rest of the year that's probably where they'll play and if they are 500 for the rest of the year and they finish eight games above 500, they're going to be on the bubble for the playoffs. They're going to be exactly where we thought they'd probably be. If they meet the front end of that, 
they're going to be in the playoffs. If they meet the back end of that, they're not going to be in the playoffs. The spreadsheet has the Twins losing three out of five in Detroit. I just had a feeling, folks. I just had a feeling that was going to happen before the season. I made that spreadsheet before the season. So if they win tomorrow, that's they lost three out of five. They're on pace. They're two games ahead of my projections. But I do have them winning a bunch of series in June, and they need to get healthy. Like They just need to get healthy. They need to get right, and I don't think the Toronto series is necessarily going to help. What could we learn from this Toronto series in Tampa and New York? Can we learn a lot from the Twins? Let's talk about it after this word. From Bet Online, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Again, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and yes, even next year's NFL playoffs. Go to betonline.net. BetOnline is where the game starts. You can get it at their website or your mobile device. Head over there now to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So scary. Their toughest nine-game stretch coming up. AL East. Mammoth, Toronto hasn't been, Toronto hasn't been, you know, great so far, but very scary. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Boba Shad on the road. They're going to see Jose Barrio Saturday. They're going to see Kevin Gaussman, who's been outstanding on Sunday. I think they're very much <laughs> underdogs in that series, even if they do get Joe Ryan back and Sonny Gray pitches in the series. That would be the best outcome for the Twins. Joe Ryan comes off the COVID list, can make a start in Toronto. Sonny Gray can start maybe Sunday coming back from the pec soreness. That would be great because in two out of those three games, you feel like you'd have a chance to potentially win. Uh, that would be outstanding if those two could come back. It's going to be a while for Correa. And, and another development that they need so badly is for Byron Buxton and Jorge Polanco to start producing at the plate. Buxton, I can't remember. I mean, at a hit yesterday late, I can't remember his last run-producing hit. It's not that he's just been bad. He's been legitimately terrible for the last three weeks. It's time for Byron Buxton to start producing even a little bit. Like, needs to get a big hit to drive in some runs. Jorge Polanco, same thing. Needs to start some rallies. Stop grounding out. Stop striking out. It's getting old. It's getting old. Like, it's time for these guys, two of your best players. Luis Arise has done his part. Carlos Correa is out. There's nothing you can do about that. It's time for Byron Buxton and Jorge Polanco to step up for this offense. It's time for this group to compete. They've done a good job so far this year of when I circle these games and I say, okay, this is a game you really should win. This is a game that you really not have to win, but that you really should win. That will help you. Even though it's one game feels like more. Uh, I circled the Kansas city game Sunday. They won that game to salvage the split. I am circling this game Thursday. I didn't circle this game Wednesday because it was Tarek Skubal. You know, I didn't I didn't necessarily think the Twins needed to win today. I think they they do need to win Thursday. Like I think you need that to go 9 and 6. You're going into Toronto, you're getting on the flight, positive momentum. It would really help them and benefit them to win this game on Thursday. Chris Archer is going to start. Twins have not really used their bullpen, their high leverage relievers the last couple of days because it's been blowouts either way. The Twins blew the Tigers out in game 1 of the doubleheader. They were blown out last night. They were blown out today. So they haven't had to use, you know, Yoan Duran or Emilio Pagan or, or Joe Smith or, or any of their high leverage relievers. 
um, which is good news. And, and Duran hasn't pitched since I think Friday, which means that he could potentially give you two or even three innings tomorrow. So here's what you plan on four innings from Archer, one or two earned runs. You have Griffin Jackson in the middle for five, six, depending on the matchups. You Duran for seven, eight, or maybe Duran even seven, eight, nine, if he pitches well and, and pitches you know, very efficiently in the first couple innings that he goes, or maybe you go Duran seven, eight, Pagan nine. They're set up tomorrow to play to their strengths. They can set up this game. Maybe Archer only goes three. I don't know. I mean, they have the bullpen where they can have like a quasi bullpen game on Thursday. And every Archer start basically is a quasi bullpen game. Maybe he surprises everybody and goes five and pitches very well, but he just hasn't done that all year. So he's got to be better than he was his last time out. On Saturday, last week against Kansas City, got to be better than he was then. Twins have to be better behind him. I mean, the defense has fallen apart the last couple of days, which is, I mean, not something we saw for much of this year, the defense falling apart. I mean, I take a deep breath. I'm taking a deep breath. They're 30 and 22. The Sox are struggling. If you screenshotted the standings for me right now and showed me before the season, I'd say that's a great start for the Twins through their first 52 but it would be really nice to be 31 and 22 going to Toronto. Hopefully some things break in their favor. Sonny Gray has avoided the injured list for now. Jorge Alcala had a great rehab assignment tonight. Pitched very well. 96, 97 out of the mighty muscles bullpen. He's coming back. He is needed in the back of that bullpen. They need him. Trevor McGill looked very good tonight. Um, I think things can improve, but you have to weather this storm to weather the storm against Detroit. I mean, you can't give away all these games against Detroit. Losing four out of five to the Tigers is, is not good. And I don't think this Tigers team is as bad as their record. They're probably more of like a five games below 500 type of team instead of 10. But losing four out of five to the Tigers is, uh, I mean, first place teams don't do that really. And, and they don't really do it the way the Twins have looked. So got to be competitive in Toronto against Tampa, against the Yankees. But it starts really Thursday in the series finale with the Tigers. Let me know your thoughts, comments, like, subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment, leave a, you know, review on Apple podcasts or Spotify. And I want to thank you for making lockdown twins. Your first listen today. And I'll make your second listen. The lockdown MLB podcast, MLB expert, Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league wide podcast, lockdown MLB on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. And go Twins.